fix them? Because you can't. You can't. You can't quit trying to do my job. That's what he told me. And I went, wait a second. Wow, that just, it lit a light bulb in my brain. And I went, ooh. I don't have to carry that burden. I carry the burden of them, but I don't carry the burden of fixing them. It's not my job. But what I can do is engage in prayer in the name of Jesus and allow him to be who he is. I learned I can't fix, listen, I can't fix any of you. I can't do it. Amazing things may shock you. I'm not even trying. <laughs> I'm not. I'm doing what I'm supposed to do as a pastor, and I'm, I'm allowing, I want the Holy Spirit to do what only he can do. And I, see, in praying what you don't see, where does the Holy Spirit operate? In what you don't see. In praying in what you don't see, you open up for him to operate in what you don't see. Right? You're helping set the stage for him to do what only he can do. So when you're carrying the burden for, for some of your kids that may not be saved, let's say, that's a heavy burden. You, it, it's a burden that frustrates you because you can now see. Right? But don't let that burden break you. You engage, you fight, but let Jesus carry the burden because that's what he does. And when they actually come to the place where the scales start to fall off their eyes, you don't take the burden anyways. He does. And he says, okay, give me your, I have a better yoke for you that's easy and it's light. Give me, give me that stuff. Give it to me. You don't do that anyhow. It's him. So we have to learn our place in the process. Don't try to do the job of the Holy Spirit. You don't, you don't have to go convict the world. You go share the gospel. He's the one that convicts the world. Jesus said that, right? You don't have to save people. You can't. He's the only one that can save them. Know your spot. Know your place. Then he will show you best how to do what you're supposed to do in situations that allows him to do what only he can do. So if one of my kids was not saved, I would fight tooth and nail for them in prayer. I would do whatever I could do with the mop bucket in the water and talk to them and spend time with do, do whatever. All the while knowing it is going to be a mighty act of God in their life. And I, I, just, I just grab hold and be tenacious about it. And let God be God and not carry the burden. Let him pick it up. Right? So, so in all, all of the years, uh, the hundreds of kids and all the different uh, people that passed through my, my privilege to pastor is that I was simply trying to get people just to look and be open to the work of God. To be open to receive and hear and let him touch them. That's my job, right? But then at those times, just sit back and watch the amazing, wonderful work of the power of God in people's lives. Amen. So you fight, don't, don't fight people, 
fight in prayer in the unseen, then let God do what only God can do. I know it's frustrating because you want it now. You want things to change now. You want people to change now. I get it. But, but God is at work. Part of the thing of you not seeing the unseen, you don't see everything that's going on. You, you don't see it. Trust him. You fight and then, then turn it over to him. Trust him. How, how much should you pray about something? Every day. I, 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 I would be counted like the persistent widow to the unjust judge. Constantly coming. Constantly. It's, it's much about keeping me in faith, by the way. Keeping me in the process. Right? But you, you keep engaging. You keep after it. You don't give up. You don't give up. But just like you guys raised your hand and said, I probably bet there were people praying for me, people probably, I could probably name, and people I probably don't even know about were praying for me. That's you for people and situations and circumstances. That they will look back in life and somehow, some way understand that there was somebody fighting for me in prayer. Amen. That's going to be you. And that's a wonderful thing. It's a wonderful thing. To engage in people's lives in that kind of a way. There's no better thing you can do than fight for somebody spiritually. Whether or not they know it. No better thing you can do. Amen? Because I'll tell you what happens is, when you fight for somebody spiritually, you can't help them to do stuff. Isn't that right? You're, you're, I guarantee you, your encouragement for people, whether it's verbally, through a text, or whatever, that only manifests a lot because you are spending time praying for them. Right? Prayer causes action. Again, you doing what you can do to help set up only what God can do. So let's be people of prayer. I would encourage you to develop, again, a prayer life. One of the best things you can do if you struggle praying is you're allowed to make a list. You don't have to freehand this the whole time. You can make a list that every day I'm praying for my spouse, the names of your kids, my church, specific people in my church, you're allowed to do that. Keep prayer journal. Helps you keep focused in a fast-paced and noisy and crazy world. But you engage this. That listen, you pray and you pray and you fight and you fight and you fight and you fight. Amen. And you, you will be amazed if you could see all of it what that was doing. You'd be amazed. More goes on than you understand. Amen? Amen. All right. I've been rambling for about 10 minutes. I'll stop. I'm thankful for a church who prays. I'm thankful we have people that come prayer every Monday night. 
I'm thankful that I know we pray. I'm thankful I don't have to fight a church to pray, that we have people that willingly gather for this. I'm thankful for that. It makes a difference. Makes a big difference. Amen? All right, Lord, we thank you for you being who you are. And I pray that we are people that learn how to engage in the unseen realm with our prayer. That we are people that take responsibility for what is in our hand, for the things we have taken on in life, for the things you have given us. Not again, Lord, not that we carry this burden alone, but we do it in a way that we give it to you in our prayer. And we thank you for the tenacity of prayer. We thank you for answered prayers. We thank you for the perseverance to see it through. We thank you for prayers that are being prayed that, that seem like massive miracles, but you are that kind of God. Nothing's too big. And I pray for loved ones that need saved. I pray for people that have walked away from the faith that need to come home. I pray for people in financial situations that need a, a breakthrough. I pray for people in physical situations that need a healing. I pray in the name of Jesus that the devil has no place. He has no authority. That what he is doing is not only exposed, but it is broken. We pray against depression. We break it. In the name of Jesus. By the authority of the Almighty God, we believe that you are doing a work that only you can do. Lord, I thank you for that. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen, amen. All right, it's Sunday morning. We're, we're going to the book of Exodus and Moses at the burning bush on Sunday. So I'm looking forward to it. So come on out. It'll be a good, good Sunday.